Hello and welcome to What Are You Listening To? The show where we talk about good music, or at least music we think is good. I'm your host, Dan. Today we're talking about Eric Church. I could honestly do a podcast on each one of Eric Church's records. This is going to be a tough one. Eric has released a few singles from his upcoming record, so I figured it's probably a good time for us to talk about why you should listen to Eric Church. Eric Church is a modern country monster, but not like most of what you hear on country music radio. He makes his own rules and he doesn't care who cares or doesn't. So I first heard him back in the early 2000s with his single, How About You? This wasn't really too far off from everything else that was going on in the country music genre back then. It did have more of a grit and an attitude to it. It felt more honest than most of what was going on. His next single was Guys Like Me. This was a memorable one. He even says that he helped invent what's now considered the bro country set of country music. But as we soon learned after that, he's capable of so much more. So after that, I got into his Carolina record when I heard the song Love Your Love the Most. I remember the song sticking out on the radio. It didn't get as much play as I wanted it to, but I remember getting excited whenever it came on. What really got me hooked on Eric was after that, he released the single Hell on the Heart. By this time, I was realizing that Eric surrounds himself with a great producer and fantastic musicians, most of which are still in his band to this day. Jay Joyce has been the producer who's been Eric's right-hand man on all his records. The layers, textures, and tones these two use are so honest and creative. I cannot wait for the release of his new record. He never disappoints. This new record has a lot of mystery surrounding it, but that's not unusual for an Eric Church record. He prides himself on making a solid and complete record from start to finish. So if you're someone who has never listened to Eric Church before, I'd recommend starting at his chief record. Specifically, I'd start with the song Creepin'. This is one of those songs that has all my favorite Eric Church elements crammed into one song. It's gritty, witty, and pure heart. He's not afraid to approach songs from a different direction. This record was his first big deal record. It also features the single Springsteen, which was a pretty big radio hit. Now I'm not the biggest fan of the song Springsteen because it's been played a lot on country radio, but typically if people know just one Eric Church song, this would be the one. Another place to go on this record is the song Over When It's Over. It's another example of classic church. His vibe is all over it. Now if you're still listening and curious after those couple songs, I would jump over to his Outsiders record and check out the song Give Me Back My Hometown. This is a fresh take on heartache and heartache association. I'd just leave it at that. Finally, I'd finish up with his latest two records, Mr. Misunderstood and Desperate Man. There are so many gems on these records. I could literally spend an hour on each record. Both these records play beautifully from start to finish, but again, Eric prides himself on being a record guy. He will release singles and have singles picked and in mind, but his main focus is making sure the record plays great from start to finish. So in regards to what I think is Eric Church's best songs and best records, something about me when I have to pick this with an artist, I'm not typically drawn to the songs that are most commercially successful. Sure, Eric Church has some amazingly successful and beautifully written songs on country radio. And I like those just fine. However, I believe he has so much more in the deeper cuts. In my opinion, one of his best songs is a song called Mistress Name Music. Now this is off his record, Mr. Misunderstood. Now of course the entire record is great because Eric Church is a record guy. But every time Mr. Misunderstood comes on, I turn that thing up. So much soul. Now, this song is about how Eric fell in love with music. He heard it at a young age and how it got in him. He describes music like he's an addict or a junkie who can't get enough and will never stop. 
Now the production of course is phenomenal. Another great project with him and Jay Joyce. It's about chasing down a song and chasing down his career. Now there are many others on this record. It's just fantastic. I'd also recommend Chattanooga Lucy and Knives of New Orleans. So a fun side note on this record. When Eric released it, the public knew nothing about a new record. The way that we found out he had a new record out was if you were a member of his fan club, you all of a sudden had one dropped in your mailbox. Now for Eric's best record overall, things get pretty complicated. I'm not trying to cop out when it comes to this, but I personally think when it comes to his favorite record, it's typically whatever one he just put out. Now I've said a few times now he's a record guy. This is the main thing he thinks about when he's putting a collection of songs together or any or writing music whatsoever. He's close to putting out a new record and I'm quite certain it's going to be amazing. His last record was Desperate Man and when it came out this was an audio adventure and that's been the case every time he puts a record out. He slaves over making the best record he can. He refuses to follow the status quo and refuses to be put in a box by the industry standards. He does not care what the critics have to say. That being said, please go listen to Desperate Man from start to finish. You will not be disappointed. The opener of the record is called The Snake. It's just amazing. What a fantastic way to open up a record. It flows so great into everything else and sets the tone for all the adventures you're going to go on in this record. Now, if you've listened to my previous podcasts, you know I love to talk about underrated songs. Of course, I feel Eric has a few. The song Cold One was off the Outsiders record. It compiles everything that I love about Eric Church. It was released to country radio as a single, but did not do very well. When I first heard this, I was floored. It was country radio friendly and so much more. You've got Jeff Cease, who's playing these amazing slide guitar parts. Jeff has been part of Eric's band for a few years, previously, previously from the Black Crows. It's gritty, yet raw and polished at the same time. I personally feel this song was severely mistreated by country radio and mainstream country fans. Do yourself a favor and go check out this wildly creative song. It's just another example of the beautiful creative relationship between Eric Church, Jay Joyce, and Eric's entire musical camp. It's also an example of how I feel Eric Church is creatively so far ahead from his, from his peers in country music. Two other songs that I feel are wildly underrated are A Man Who Was Gonna Die Young and Dark Side. Both, again, are from this Outsiders record. They both come across as sounding a little bit bare, but once you get them in you, they're very deep, both lyrically and sonically. I could list so many more. So as I said, Eric's about to release a new record. This new record was recorded in 28 days. They went into a restaurant in North Carolina, shut it down, and set up all their stuff. They would write a song and then record it immediately. Typically a song is recorded months after it's written. Eric wanted the song to be able to have a life immediately. They would write a song in the morning and record it with their whole band that same day. At one point, it's been said that Eric stayed up for four days straight during this process. So the lead single off this record is called Stick That In Your Country Song. If the past forecasts the future, this is going to be another monster of an Eric Church record. He said in relation to this new single that this was the tip of the spear and it's a big spear. He also has said that this new record kicks like a mule. He brought in several writers to write with him in the mornings before they would record the songs. One of these writers is Travis Meadows. Travis has written with him before and the stuff he's produced with him is fantastic. Travis is an awesome artist in his own right and writes fantastic songs. 
We may unpack some more Travis Meadows in another episode. He's just another amazing writer and artist. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to comment your thoughts and recommendations for artists we should cover. As always, keep discovering new music.